Thank you once again for getting another Bush and Ritchie Daily Taker. Are you all right over there? We're, we're just getting getting things underway. You you appear distant. Sorry, it's just it's confusing. Uh, obviously, school holidays. Yes, school holidays at the moment. Uh, my eldest daughter Erin is with us for the next two weeks. Uh, I've just been trying to text her to find out, like blood out of a stone, what she's doing <laughs> whilst I'm at work. Uh, and I just texted her earlier on. This is about an hour ago. I texted her with my girl, okay? Yeah. And she's replied an hour later with ye, <laughs> y e e. Followed up with, I'm gonna FT. What the hell's that? <laughs> what, was it, what does that mean? Uh, it's FaceTime. Oh, FaceTime again. We think it was Financial Times. Well, maybe she's sitting there reading the pink paper. A <laughs> mate was only there 24 hours ago. What have they got to FaceTime about? It's ridiculous for kids. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. One big family on this uh, radio show, on this radio station. I uh, always feel honoured to work at the same radio station as Frank Skinner. The man is a legend. Uh, and I remember when I was first coming to work at Absolute Radio, that was the kind of seeing Frank through the glass when you waiting to do the show after him. That's a proper wow moment, a scary moment. But he is a lovely chap. Uh, he's a comedy icon. And they're a lovely team on Saturday mornings, along with Emily as well, uh, here on Absolute Radio. And what I like about Frank is that he, he loves radio, loves working in a radio station. He's not one of these people, these famous sorts, that you get in, that they come in and don't want to speak to anyone no. or whatever. he's got time for everyone and he's got to learn all the buttons and all that kind mm. of thing so he's like a you know proper radio presenter and everything so it's brilliant to have him part of the team uh, what has been interesting is that uh, this Saturday just gone on the Frank Skinner show uh, our radio show Home Time got a mention so yeah, it's always great wow got a mention on the Frank Skinner show but it's really interesting insight because when you, you come in here and do this show you never quite know how it's going down and you know what people are you know taking on board as to what you're saying how much it's cutting through and everything until you kind of hear it from other people's mouths and have a little listen to this this has got us thinking this is uh, Frank from the Frank Skinner show on Saturday morning talking about home time we listen to a lot of absolute radio in our house my partner in particular never puts the radio off she loves a bit of Dave Berry oh she loves Dave Berry and this week she has um, that malapropism well I'll give you an actual one she was on about some bloke who'd done some uh, been caught out in a lie at work and she said he just looked up like a goldfish in the headlight. Yeah, yeah that's Pete Cat. It's a bit chapaquidic. Yeah. This week, I, meant, I don't know what the subject was, but some subject cropped up and she said, oh yeah, they were talking about that on Shane and Richie. <laughs> which is... Which I was supposed to be Bush and Richie, but have been turned into an Alfie Moon sort of uh, split personality <laughs> thing. Um, so I know now I will think of them as Shane and Richie Shane forever. And Richie. <laughs> <laughs> How wow. are you, Shane? I'm not bad, thanks, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Shane and Richie show. <laughs> you, you spend all that money on like adverts <laughs> and all that kind of thing. God bless her for listening. Appreciate it, Cap. Oh, Shane dear. and Richie, that's, that's one for, for the books, isn't it? Eh? It just happens sometimes, doesn't it? You, you, you get it in your head that something is called something, you can't shift it. I, I'm just flattered that she's got the Richie bit. Oh, well, I'm glad you're right. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's not just it's not just Frank's partner, is it? No. Sometimes you can get. I've got one of one of Katie's friends, one of Katie's good friends. I always get her name wrong. I always call her the wrong name, and I can feel it coming on, like panicking, thinking, "Oh my god, don't say it, don't say it!" And blip, how it comes, get it wrong every time. Sometimes it can get to the stage where you've just got to run with it and alter the reality. I had a neighbour who thought I was called Rick, and then he thought that he'd got that wrong and thought that I was called Dick, and so wow. in the end, you had to. Uh, Receive and give 
Christmas cards oh, right. signed by Dick <laughs> because that's who he thought I was. Wow, so you just went along with it. I the just end. went along with it. This, if you don't correct it now, it can it can spiral out of control. So, you know, we just want we thought this a a is it's brilliant to be obviously talked about. It's an honour to be talked about on the Frank Skinner show. But is is have you got any stories of of situations where you've called someone the wrong wrong name or someone's called you the wrong name or anything? You may be a Shane or you may be a Dick if you are either of those we want to hear about it our producer Adem has just uh, said one that is a beauty and it stays within the Absolute Radio family what's your mum been doing? so you're not the only show that I do I do Jason Manford as well and she's met him a few times the taste of success (laughs) and every time she's met him to his face going I'm a big fan Jason Mansfield. Yes. Yes. The Mansfield, Mansfield family. <laughs> Fantastic. Jason Mansfield, that's a good one. Uh, if you have some yourself, it, it doesn't have to just be a person, that's the other thing. Could be a band. Yeah. Could be an object. Could be a location. Uh, anything that has been named wrong, or if it's on the other, uh, other side of things, a member of your family that does it. Or, for example, my mum always calls Coldplay Cold Start. That- <laughs> 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 Tina's holding her own hand up. She's in Wiltshire. Says, uh, Always struggles with Gloria Estefan as Esther Gloriafan. Esther Gloriafan. It's more <laughs> difficult to say it that way, isn't it? It is. Uh, Toby, working from home in North London, says two absolute caucus from my mum. Let's face it, mums are normally the worst for this kind of stuff. Uh, she calls the, uh, the George Foreman grill the Norman Storman grill. <laughs> and inexplicably thinks Ron Weasley is called Dweezel Bates. <laughs> uh, Carol Ann's hanging on. Carol, what's the name that's uh, got wrong at your place then? Oh, it's, it's um, one of our neighbours. She thinks my name's Jill. And your name is not Jill, it's Carol Ann, because we've just said hello to you. Yes. Talk us through the situation. How does this manifest itself day to day with you in your street? Well, she'll walk past and she'll say, Morning, Jill. And I sort of shake it off now. The other morning, I was talking to the postman and she walks past and she goes, Morning, Clive. Morning, Jill. And Clive looked at me and I just sort of went, Don't ask. (laughs) (laughs) It's a strange one because Carol Ann doesn't even sound like Jill. Sometimes if it's something that's close. Where where did it come from? You got any idea how it started off? Absolutely no idea where Jill comes from, no. Because you can't, you don't feel that you're able to go and say, Look, listen, stop calling me Jill. My name's Carol Ann. It's been going on for too long. I mean, we've had Christmas cards from for about the last three years addressed to my husband and Jill. At least when the postman was stood there the other day, he now knows that he can send letters to you that are addressed to Caroline and Jill. Yes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. A couple of other names that my mum gets wrong. She's like a legend in our household with this. So I said earlier on, uh, Cold Start. She calls Coldplay Cold Start. <laughs> spiral staircases within spiral carpets. Yes. And then one that just still flummoxes me and my brother to this day, uh, trying to go out and eat at more fancy places for treats for them and stuff like that. She calls Wagamama's Mama Go Bangs. <laughs> just that air, you know, Mama Go Bangs. Absolutely amazing noodles and stuff in there, you know. Uh, we heard on the Frank Skinner show at the weekend that uh, his, his other half calls us uh, the Shane and Richie show. So uh, we're, we're after other people uh, who, <laughs> who are getting names of people or objects or bands wrong. Uh, Kenny says, my mum likes to call Matalan Mataland. It's oh. like it's some magical theme park. I quite like the idea. I see, I'm seeing that as a claymation. <laughs> uh, Anne-Marie, uh, who is in your house? Oh, it's my mother-in-law. She um, always refers to Aerosmith as Arrowsmith, which absolutely <laughs> creeps us up. <laughs> Arrowsmith. New one from Arrowsmith. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what? It does sound like a bad name, though. That's the thing you'd have to say in defence of the mother-in-law. It does. I mean, if you think so. <laughs> and then, so what's your mother-in-law's name, Anne-Marie? 
Brenda. Do you ever say to Brenda, look, put your hand on her hands and just say, look, Brenda, please, eye contact, just stop with the Aerosmith thing they're called Aerosmith. Do you ever correct her? Oh, all the time, yes. Oh, OK, she just carries on calling them it. She don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> I said she don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Must be a problem with the line. <laughs> Must be. Can't be the joke. We'll let you go there, Anne-Marie. Thank you. Natalia says, my mother thinks the cupboard that you shove all the clutter in when you're having a quick tidy-up is called the glory hole. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Imagine imagine being lumped with a wrong name, but it's from a celebrity. Uh, This text says, I met David Morrissey, and instead of him calling me Gemma, he called me Jenna. I was too starstruck to correct him. I've stayed Jenna to this day. When they're famous like that, you've just got to go with it, haven't you? You've got to go, which is why we're going with it, with with the Frank Skinner Show, to be honest with you. Uh, We've got John on the line. John, tell us about your wrong name situation. Well, I I went to the barber, and for some reason... He started calling me Tony, and he was an old Italian gentleman, and I kind of got into this whole Sopranos thing, so I just went along with it. (laughs) (laughs) So you thought if you corrected him, you'd be in some kind of trouble. End up with concrete slippers on or something like that, do you know what I mean? There was the potential that it would be more than my hair that was cut, so (laughs) I kind of enjoyed it, and, and then it was okay until... I, I came to pay, realised I hadn't got any cash one time, and so I had to get a credit or a debit card out, which had the name John on it. <laughs> <laughs> so did you think you were using someone else's card? <laughs> well, I, 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 so it's, I, I sort of put my thumb over it and my finger and kind of tried to put it in the machine without, without him actually seeing the name and distracting him. So and then meanwhile, Tony Soprano's looking at the card thinking, this guy's taking the mick out of me and suddenly you are back in trouble. Um, but this is, this yeah. is an example, this situation of why it's better. Just at the very beginning, and this is a lot of situations we've had on this first hour of the show, just say at the beginning that they got it wrong. I should have. It, it's, looking back, it's easy, but no. I didn't. I went along with it. I, I, I played into the to the fantasy of, of this uh, this world of the mafia in central Birmingham. <laughs> you make, you've had to, you're calling us from your new identity in a different location, but you, you're doing okay. <laughs> I've gone away with it so far. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. We'd love to see you if you are near Manchester on Friday because uh, Bush and I are going to be spending the day in uh, Manchester's Arndale Centre from 8 o'clock. But more specifically, we are going to be spending the day in a bed, uh, dropping into the shows throughout the day across Absolute Radio and then doing home time from a bed in the Arndale Centre to raise awareness uh, of this awful figure of the half a million children in the UK who don't currently have their own bed uh, to sleep in. Uh, We got together with our charity Cash for Kids. We're going to try and raise as much money as we can uh, to try and correct this figure. You can donate uh, if you're able to and you'd like to. We'd really appreciate that at absoluteradio.co.uk slash beds. Now, there is one critical piece of Friday that we need to sort out, and that is clothing. Well, here's the thing. So we're going to have a, a bed on the floor in the window of this shop. Mm. Uh, we're near... Where, where are we in, like, the corner, top corner there of the Arndale, aren't we? Top right, as you look at a map, I think we're straddled either side uh, by uh, Timberland, I think was on uh, one side. Uh, we're near Acosta, 
there was another shop, another side. I can't remember the name. Our boss, of our boss showed us a photo. Our boss Paul showed us a photo of where we're going to be, and Richie did a bit of uh, enhanced, enhanced minority <laughs> report zooming in, and he noticed that in the reflection there was people sat there with the bags of shopping. So it's one of those yeah. places where you might be able to sit. You know, if you're like one of those people, I'm like this. Don't you? You're probably the same with you, yeah. where you get saddled with all the bags like a donkey whilst you're yeah. go shopping. You'll be sat opposite where we're in our bed. Big open space, and we need to decide what we're going to wear because I'm going to hold my hands up if I was normally in bed I wouldn't be wearing anything great well I wouldn't be doing the thing on the Friday with you <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm not up for that do you wear PJs uh, boxer shorts do you really yeah yeah I can't be wearing P. normally in bed I wouldn't wear PJs that just seems like a bit um, I don't know like something out of Huckleberry Finn I don't wear anything how do you go to bed completely nude? That's just very unusual. Well, I've got like bed sheets and stuff I, like that. I know, it all like wrapped up around it when it's hot. <laughs> the you during the the heat wave, it's, no, it's I won't hot. be able to sleep. Then nothing. Oh dearie me! So, <laughs> hence why hence it's why. really important <laughs> that we get this sorted. So we need to decide what we are going to wear uh, for this day in a bed on Friday, and that's where you come in. Can we just say we trust you, right? We, we got to this stage with with the home time show where it's such a uh, it's such a partnership, such a family that we know that we can place our faith in you. So what we're doing is opening up the choice of what we're going to wear to bed, what PJs we have, uh, to you, the home time listeners. Can I warn off the what I'm going to call the nighttime naturist mob that Richie's activated by <laughs> saying that he sleeps nude? <laughs> Helen says, how do you wear anything in bed, especially given this weather? Turn it in. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I think if you were to do... That's fine. We don't... We're, right. we're, we're not going to... Be naked in bed. Oh, good. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> but I just do want it on record that I think it's fine. I don't think there's anything that... You're, you're suggesting there's some kind of deviancy to it. It's you're not. That, that close to a neckerchief and a pair of boots, bobber boots and a backpack, walking down a beach and getting told off by the council. You're that close. We have got some big work to do this Friday. So yes. we spend that day in the bed uh, and hopefully raise some money for Cash for Kids uh, as well. And you can donate at absoluteradio.co.uk slash beds. What we would like from you is some suggestions as to what we wear in bed, because we will wear clothing. Uh, John is suggesting John and Yoko stripy ones. <laughs> they're loving, yes. I just remember Yoko being starkers. Were they starkers during that game? <laughs> no, you've remembered that wrong. We're back, at, back at the whole, the whole <laughs> thing from earlier. It's you who's doing this. Uh, Martin says, I think you should wear pyjamas like Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street, Bush <laughs> being the tall one, Bert. Thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, somebody has suggested here you should wear those Larachelle tops as 90s. Have you seen the material on them? <laughs> Two things. A, the material. No way in a bed all day in that. Uh, and then secondly, they are so small and so tight I don't think they cover enough. It's not going to be a good look. People will be walking by. Uh, Lee says, uh, come on Bush and Richie it's obviously a Bing PJ set for Shane. Thank you very much. And a Tottenham PJ set for Ricky. I'm not sure you're going to find a Bing set for adults. I bet you will, you know. There's some weird stuff out there. We'll, we'll have to have a little look. Uh, we've got Tom in Belfast on the line. What should we dress up as? Baby doll ladies. We think from the 1960s. Baby, Baby doll, doll 90s. Uh -huh. Tom, Tom, Tom. My word, no. No, 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 no. Well, describe no, no, what you see, Richie. I haven't got it in front of me. Um, well, Ann Summers appear to do a good uh, stock of them. <laughs> OK, Tom. Did you just say you'd raise a fortune? I said you you would raise a fortune. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like an offer. <laughs> it's a no, Tom. It's a no. Sorry, Tom. Go on, that would be fun. <laughs> Tom, we're going to let you go. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. 
Uh, Anne has suggested on text, uh, she says, I think you should go for old-fashioned gentleman's nightshirt right. with matching bed hats. Um, it's kind of the, the wee willy winky look, really, isn't it? We, you that. walk around with, like, a candle, <laughs> yeah. checking out noise. Uh, Wendy says, I think you should wear a high-vis vest with a pair of Speedos, maybe some flippers and a snorkel. Wendy, what's going on? Are you all right? No-one wears that in bed, Wendy. What's going on, mate? Uh, Wes reckons he's got a belter. What do you reckon, then, Wes? Um, yeah, it was just to... Uh, well, I'll mention the company. I think it was Silent Night. Um, they used to have an ad where they had a hippo with striped pyjamas on and, uh, uh, and, a, and a duckling laid next in bed. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I remember that advert. So you want one of us dressed as a hippo and the other one's dressed as a duck in bed in the Arndale? Basically, and to scale if, if possible. I'll take the hippo. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that... And I'll duck. Does, does, that have to, does that mean that... Because like, obviously you're going to have to go for a wee at some point. You have to nip to the loose in the Arndale. Imagine that. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Imagine backing in dressed as a duck trying to sit down for a sit-down wee. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's been, it's been worse than that in the Arndale. <laughs> hey, whether it's hippo or duck, I hadn't thought about having to leave the bed to go to the toilet dressed in whatever we're in. We need to get that map back out and see how far it is to the labs. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing is, right, whatever we end up wearing, because you lot are coming up with suggestions, whatever we end up wearing, we're going to have to phone in to Leona's show wearing it. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, but she knows that we'll be wearing it as well. I know, that's just going to... It's an interesting dynamic, that, do you Maybe know what I mean? that's an argument for Naked again. No, it certainly isn't. That is certainly not an argument for Naked Again. Andy says, there's some weird stuff coming in, though. You should both wear T-shirts with a printed photo of the other person's naked torso on it. See what you've started? <laughs> it's my fault, I'm sorry. Uh, Dave in Worcestershire says, uh, the old long round-the-shin nightshirt with the ankle-length dressing gown at the ready. The Scrooge look. Colours, Again? Colours you can leave to yourself. Thank you very much. Hat and candle and everything as well. Alison is referring back to the start of the show. She says you're missing a trick. You both need to wear Alfie Moon t-shirts. Yes, Shane. You're listening to the Shane and Richie show. Thank you very much. Frank Skinner's other half cat. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, let's get more of your suggestions. We've got Nikki on the line. All right, Nikki? Hey, Hi. Nikki. Uh, in Lincoln, or is that your surname? Not that it matters. Uh, well, um, I do live in Horncastle in Lincolnshire, and it is my surname. <laughs> no! There you go. Yeah. But to be. You can say we bumped into Nikki Lincoln the other day. You know the lady who's actually named after the place where she lives. Can't believe it. How is Nikki Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so what are we going to dress as this Friday in bed? What do you reckon? Uh, well, I reckon you should dress as Yzma and Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. Never heard of those characters or that programme. You're going to have to describe it, Nikki Lincoln. <laughs> Oh, it's a Disney film, um, and Yzma's this really skinny, witchy lady who's the um, Emperor's divine advisor. Just going to pause and you there. Who are you thinking is going to dress like that, then? Um, I'm not quite sure, because I'm not quite sure which one is the smallest one of the two of you. Thank you very much, <laughs> Nikki. Appreciate that. What about Kronk, then? What does Kronk uh, look like? Kronk is a big, huge, muscly bloke who, um, I'm sorry to say, is a little bit sick but does everything that Yzma says. <laughs> the fact that she doesn't know which one of us is which is the only thing keeping this from being massively insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. One's being pole, one's sick. <laughs> I think we know who's dressing as which. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for ringing me. Thanks, Nikki Lincoln. Bye. 
Bye. This is The Daily Takeaway. Busy day. Friday is going to be really, really busy and we've got some unfinished business then to sort out here. Uh, uh, what are we going to wear in bed in the Arndale Centre in Manchester? That is the big question. Uh, you've had, you've been sending in a lot of suggestions. Appreciate everyone who's got involved coming up with ideas for what Richie and I can mm. wear in bed. Uh, our producer, Adem, who I can see in the corner of my and his bright yellow feeler shirt that we were talking about earlier on, has been putting them into his basket in uh, on Amazon but only two are going to get bought. And uh, we can cross over to producer Adem now. Well, is it looking healthy, collection of stuff? Because we, we're not going to know this until Thursday when we unwrap them. I've got Which 13 options at the moment I'm still whittling down. Lucky number. Great. Um, we had some great suggestions, by the way. Uh, I can't whittle them down, so I might have to come back to you another day. But I think you're going to be happy. Right. Think, <laughs> think kids entertainers. CBBC okay. style. <laughs> obviously, we've got to spend the entire day in these in these outfits, and obviously, like you know, everyone in Manchester's kind of quite direct and t- you know quite hard, aren't exactly. they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm with Richie in the bed, fine. But as we mentioned earlier on, what if you need to go and go to the loo or go and go get, over to Costa and get a coffee? Yeah, they're suddenly you're out of context, and he's dressed as a hippo. Yeah, I'm the dressed one as a duck. thing I haven't taken into account as well is it's summer, right? And these may be heavy. And we're in a vacant unit in the Arndale, so whether there's active aircon, I don't know. And you've got a duvet. All right, oh. think carefully before you hit click, my friends. We will find out what you guys have suggested and what he's purchased on Thursday's show. And then we'll find out whether he's producing this show next week. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Tuesday evening, home time with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Uh, coming from Soho tonight, but from Manchester all day uh, on Friday from the Arndale Centre in a bed, raising money for our charity Cash for Kids uh, and trying to uh, put right this figure of half a million million children in the UK that don't currently have their own bed uh, to sleep in. You can donate at absoluteradio.co.uk slash beds if you'd like to. And if you do, we really appreciate it. Uh, like we did when we found out that uh, Alice and Neil uh, did just that. And he's uh, joining us on the phone right now. Thanks for coming on, Neil. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks, yes. Yeah, yourself, guys? We're good. We wanted to get you back on. We were absolutely blown away by your your lovely donation of uh, the money for an entire bed in this, uh, as we're trying to, you know, head towards raising money for our charity Cash for Kids to deal with this terrible statistic that 500,000 kids won't have a bed to sleep in in the UK, which is unbelievable. And you've gone and put your hands in your pockets and made an amazing donation, Neil. Thank you. Well, you you are more than welcome, guys. I just I think, as I said on my post, I mean, I just I, I totally cherish. I mean, you know, you, you guys will be the same as parents. Like tucking your kids in at night is one of the joys of life. And you know, just to think of kids and youngsters around the country that you know are, are in a family but don't are not in the, that position of luxury is just crazy in this day and age. So it's nice to just try and help out when we can. But it's it's an amazing charity. Thanks for what you're doing, fellas. Uh, it's. I, I think Neil. I think probably the the connection that's hit you last night when when you're putting your kids to bed is is, is probably a similar one for for Bush and myself. And when we when we saw about this story, you, you almost you almost take for granted how fortunate and the the, the privilege yeah. that, exactly. that you have being able to do that. Yeah. And we, yeah. we we walk around sometimes just blinkered, not not even yeah. thinking that this could be a thing. And I think that's why it yeah. just horrifies yeah. everyone so much so uh, we really really appreciate what you've done Neil 
Oh, no, any time, guys. You, as I say, I mean, you know, always try and follow absolute charities. But you, you've done some great work over years, and you know, obviously, all the, the mental health, you know, support as well. But um, no, this one really touched my heartstrings. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much, my friend, and uh, keep listening. On Friday, we're going to be in that bed raising some funds. <laughs> yeah, just behave, you two. Of course, <laughs> trust us, we will. In this occasion, definitely. <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I thought uh, earlier when you said that she'd come back and said, I'm going to FT, I thought there was some really nasty insult that was coming towards her father there. And I was very surprised. I've met Erin, she's a lovely girl. It does sound a bit angry, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? Is there somewhere like an abbreviation thing that that parents can use? A glossary. A glossary of just like (laughs) what kids talk about. Because I'm such a a loss, it's unbelievable. We should write one, a home time parental glossary. I'm sure it'll make us sound very cool. Oh, yes. And we know, of course, that Ella. Well means lots of love.